People of the world, happy June. It's June 1st, and this is What the Fun Cast. This is episode 116. I'm Paul. Joining me is Ahmed. Hello, Ahmed. How are you? That's me. I'm okay. I could be better, but it's fine. I'll get through it. I'm living. <laughs> it's like you had that whole thing staged. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm okay. You know, I'll get through it, but it's okay. <laughs> I was giving an honest response. Yeah, yeah, it was. Ahmed's tired. He's moody. He's cranky, but it's okay. He's here for it. He's an actor, so you know Please. he's a certified, uh, certified actor from straight from Hollywood. I did take an acting them. class one time. I wasn't very. See? I got a B plus in it. <laughs> How do you? That's get fine. A B plus, a B plus, plus is class? better than a C. It was because I didn't do one of the readings. I just didn't want to. <laughs> oh so well, that I mean it. that that makes sense. See, so Whatever. there's no required Past. reading here. Only required writing here. So only and copying and pasting writing. Yeah, I think it was just there because is. this past Memorial Day weekend was so, like, rainy and garbage and I didn't do anything. Like, I, Sunday I literally sat in my bed, pictured behind me, and that was it. <laughs> that was my entire day, was just laying in my bed. I got up to pee, I got up to eat, and that was about it. So, this was on Sunday? This was on Sunday, yeah. Yesterday, nice. obviously, like, went out and hung out with our, our wonderful friend. Wait, what's going on? Oh, thank you, News, for a subscription, and also, News is incorrect. He's saying in the chat that he's better at me at Mario, or better than me at Mario Kart, which I'm sorry, he did kick your ass what three times? Okay, I was off my game. I haven't played that game in months. Hold can, on one second. We'll do a rematch. Did I? Did I say Happy Pride Month? I had that in my head, like in my my oh, no, in we my didn't head. It. Sorry, yes. I was like, it's month. June, Happy Pride Month, and then my brain went blue, and then you know. Yeah, I meant to call it out. Yes, Happy Pride Month. We made it. Happy June yes, 1st. happy Pride Month. It is June 1st. Sorry. Um, yes, so Nuge kicked your ass at Mario Kart. Yes. Um, and then maybe that was why, because that was Saturday night. Maybe that's why on Sunday night I was just, or Sunday I was just depressed and laid in my bed all day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, Nuge is like, I mean, you could have. in the chat. I see, I see. We get it. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you could, I mean, look, you could have, you could have did a little stunt like I did where I said my power went out and, you know, I just happened to disconnect. My power went out? <laughs> you could have done that too. No, my power did seriously go out. I was so pissed. Oh, I was like, it did, didn't literally, I remember that. wait, was that Friday night? That was Friday night that we played Mario Kart. Yeah. That wasn't Saturday night. That was Friday night we played Mario Kart. Saturday night we played Among Us. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Saturday was a little... Because Friday night, I was like, I was so excited. It was such a long week at work and I was like, oh, I'm so excited to just relax and just do nothing and do whatever I want. And then we were playing Mario Kart, and then my power went out at, like, whatever, 1 o'clock or whatever it was. I do remember, and then because I, you're, like, your character kept racing. It was like a ghost took over. And just kept you were going. like, Paul, you're a liar. You're right here racing. I'm like, Ahmed, <laughs> I you, can assure you. You're, like, actively throwing shells. <laughs> what is the power is actively power. out at my home. That's so funny um, that the game just kind of picks up for you if you disconnect so that it doesn't, like, yeah. ruin the race for other people, which is really interesting. I didn't realize it did that. God. Technology, Nintendo, disgusting. I really, you really hate that. to see it. Um, but yeah, so my power went out and then I woke up in the morning thinking, oh, my power's back on because the power company said like 4 a.m. or whatever. And I wake up and the damn power wasn't back on. Oh, so, yeah. Anyway, it was out like all night. It literally didn't come out until 1 o'clock or no, 11.30, 12 o'clock. I don't know, sometime after 10 a.m. and before 2. And that was when we got the giant rainstorm on. and it was literally raining for oh. like two days and miserable. It was horrible. It was it was a, not the best weekend, but it's okay. We'll make up yeah. for it. Summer yeah. is just beginning. It really is. Um, but yeah, so, all right, you told us all about your Sunday. You later on did nothing. But what else did you <laughs> yes. do this week? Anything exciting? Um, I started back on, or started on my backlog, finally. Um, 
so I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, but I like went through and I uploaded or updated my watch list on Letterboxd to include all of the movies that I have like in a random note on my phone. So now they're kind of official and I can sort through them. I think I meant maybe talked about this last episode actually now that I'm thinking about it. But I finally started hacking away at it and I started with Map of Tiny Perfect Things, which was really good actually. I enjoyed it. Um, it's another one of those like kind of Groundhog Day rom-com movies. So very similar to Palm Springs, but more of like a coming of age I guess because it's they're just younger characters, um, so I would highly recommend it. It's a Amazon Prime, Prime original. Yeah, it's uh, it's on Prime. So um, if you have Prime, it is free to you to watch. And then on Thursday, went back to the theaters, went to AMC Empire Twenty Five for the first time in I don't know ten years, um, and saw a Quiet Place Part Two, which was really, really, really good. Like just as good as the first one. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and it seems like there's a setup for a part three, so I don't know. It's really good. I think you would you'd be into these movies because they're not like, like yes, they're considered horror, but they're more. I don't know. They're like Walking Dead adjacent ish, in terms of like tone. Like they're not like terribly scary. Like I think you you could you would enjoy them. They're really good movies. Hmm. They're yeah, definitely more suspenseful kind of thriller than like outright. You know, like you're not gonna have nightmares kind of thing. But very interesting. Good. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch the first one. I feel like I got a code for the first one for like a dollar or something a while back. I own the first like one years ago. Also, so you could always borrow oh. it from me. There you go. I also heard that you were on time to the movie. Um, I was only a little bit late, and it's because we walked from who me and who made Brad. that decision. Uh. If it was me, I would have probably taken the subway the second leg of the trip. It's a long story. I had to like go to American Eagle first, and then they were closed, and then we're like, okay, let's just walk from here, and blah, blah, blah. We we're taking our time. It's fine. We were fine. Everything I regret to inform you that the fine. chat is caving in on you. I think you were actually like lately. I don't think you were like a little late, because we were I've known seated. you a very long time. We got there. you a very long time, and we you downplay certain things. Your lack of being a punctual person is one of those things. We got there. We waited he stuck in line. His whole finger out. We got he popcorn said, and we got a drink. And then I had to wait for the woman to go and fill my drink. And then she dropped some of it and she filled it again. And then I went into my seat, sat down, reclined, and the trailers were still going. I don't think I'm, I was late at all. <laughs> I hope someone Rita, appreciated my uh, <laughs> your little ASL, <laughs> my my little, little my little sign things. language. And then he reclined. I reclined. That takes time. Those recliners aren't aren't quick, and we're still trailers are still going. We were early, and then I got to see that in the cinema, this was black. <laughs> Introducing said I'm hearing from news. I'm hearing from multiple sources that Ahmed was very late. There's a lot of slander. I'm just gonna quit the podcast. You guys have fun. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what um, else did you do? So you you did uh, Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Saw a Quiet yes. Place Part Two. You were incredibly late to the movie. What else did you do? <laughs> And then I played more Returnal, which I'm actually getting better at. I'll probably stream that soon. I haven't been, I haven't done a solo like a regular gaming stream since I've gotten back. So maybe I'll do that um, tomorrow or, or something. But yeah, really you good. chose to lay in your bed all day Sunday instead of being dedicated to the uh, to the good of what the fun you know, here and stream. On Sunday, I was like, I'll stream, and then I was like, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> what. I well, so well, so you covered all the stuff that I think you're done with your portion, but yes. Nah, yeah. uh, so for me, I streamed on Thursday night like I normally did, and literally I'm sitting here playing. I tried out um, Super Bomberman R Online, which is like Battle Royale Bomberman, and yeah. it was actually really fun. But like my 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 ear, my eye was tearing up to the point that like 
it hurts so bad. I don't know what happened. I was sitting here and like when the screen would get bright, my eye would have to move around. My eye just started like tearing up. So I think Emma was the only one in here. Um, was there like watching. something in your eye? I think there was something in my eye because I literally like was not able to function. So I'm sitting here like yeah. playing and my eyes like twitching. And I was like, I, it got to the point where I just closed my eye after a while. Yeah. And then I was like, I literally can't keep streaming. So I ended the stream after like an hour, maybe not even. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a mess. That so definitely happens I literally, to me sometimes where like my eye will just randomly get like really, like it'll start just burning and like tearing up. And I'm like, what is happening? And then I just like go rinse it out and it's usually It fine. has never happened in my entire life to me. Like I rinsed <laughs> it out with water and then like I got, like I literally from the time that I got up from here, like shut off the stream, got up, like went up the stairs. Like it started hurting to the point that I was like going up the stairs like with one eye. Um, and I got upstairs, and Lauren's like, are you, are you okay? Anyway, she got me uh, eye drops the next day, yeah. but I ended up just going up, showering, and literally, like, like the like the video from chemistry class, like, holding my eye open and literally, like, <laughs> washing it out. Like, what the hell is going on? Oh um, and, I, and I went to sleep or whatever. Or I ended up laying down, and by the time I woke up, I had a bunch of sleepy seeds, which I guess, you know, I don't know, maybe it meant something. Sleepy but, seeds? And the little, little sand, you know, you get sand in your eyes. Sleepy seeds? That's what you call them? I just call them eye boogers. Lo- lo- ew, that's nasty. Sleepy seeds makes them sound cute. Who says sleepy seeds? I think it was Lauren. That, that sounds like a drug seeds. to like go to sleep. Like have your sleepy yo, yo, seeds. Yo, you got the uh, you got the seeds, bro. <laughs> sleepy seeds. I hate that. <laughs> I don't know. That's what Lauren calls them. I think. Um, I grew up calling them like little sand pieces, little no. sand in your eyes. They're just boogers. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it, like it's your eyes clean themselves out overnight, don't they? They clean themselves out. It's just little... like that's dried up tears, like all the salt and stuff in your tears. Mm, and I chemicals. think that's fake news. I don't think. I it's think fake th- news. I think that's literally like bacteria. I You're guess. a dirty man. That's why he's got. That's why he's got eye boogers. I don't person. wake up with eye boogers all the time. Sometimes if it's like a really aggressive sleep, like I slept for twelve hours, maybe might be a booger here. Your eyes are, you literally wake up and your eyes are crystal clean. They went to the eye wash <laughs> on their own while you were sleeping. For the most part, I don't. Yeah, I don't have any issues. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I it was my eye was bugging. Anyways, so I was like, I'm gonna stream. I've got like a little stash of Pokemon cards from when I was away. I bought some while I was away. I bought actually I, I ripped some of them from when I came back, but um, I like stashed them away and I'm like I'm gonna open these on Saturday night. It's gonna happen. And then Saturday came and went, and I'm like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what happened Saturday. We anyway, were playing I, Among Us Saturday. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh right, right, right. It's like, well, yeah. let's play Among Us. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not going to stream. And I'm like, I'll yeah. stream Sunday. And then, uh, I don't know, we were doing something, and that flew out the window. I'm like, I'm going to stream a Monday night stream. And then all, all these events transpired that woke me up at 6 in the morning. And <laughs> all these events transpired. <laughs> Literally, like, I got, like... My sister was on a trip and lost her phone, left it in an Uber. She called me oh, at 6 in the morning from her friend's no. phone. It was just, she ended up getting it. Everything's fine. But it was just like one of those things where I wake up to that at 6.10, and then like I fell back asleep. And then like for some reason, someone, like an outside, not not part of my company, but like a, a vendor called me at 7.15. I'm like, hello, we're not working. Please, why are you calling me? Oh, my so, God. And then I didn't silence my work phone, and it was just... Uh, <laughs> 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 that's a lipstick in my Valentino white bag. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's 
It's just a mess. <laughs> All right. Besides um, crying sleepy seeds or whatever. Yes. What yes. Yes. So I played Super Bomberman or online, which was a lot of fun. I'll pick that up. Uh, I'll probably stream Thursday. I don't know if I'm going to stream Pokemon cards or games or what I'm going to play or whatever, but I'll probably stream it at some point here. Um, played a lot of Overwatch, and I've been I don't know I've been playing Overwatch just to like I don't know Overwatch is 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 scratching a different itch for me lately where it's like I pick it up and play even if I have all my loot box for the week it's just like easy it's like serving as a stress reliever where it hasn't in the past for some reason so that's what taking advantage of that for me for be honest <laughs> yeah so it's been nice to pick up play a couple of Mr Heroes rounds and whatever I'm cool and I feel like a little bit relieved of stress so that's been helpful. And then Good. High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two is in full swing. So for all those of y'all that are sleeping on it, Rita, um, <laughs> you should probably go and get on it. Um, we are on episode three, and the show is so good. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks about the show. I like it a lot. I'm confirming that it is, in fact, episode three. I'm, like, 95% sure. I keep but, forgetting that, like, every time I go to sit to, like, I don't know, eat something or whatever. I just want something quick to watch. I like forget that that's on my watch list. So oh, I need to remember. it's so good. It's so good. And like, I'm a total pushover for coming of age, like movies and whatever. I don't know. It's just, I'm here for the teen drama. So here for the drama. Uh, you would love Map of Tiny Perfect Things. You should definitely I know. You told it. me that. I need to, I need to watch. I need to add it to a list. I need to yes. formalize a list. I know you've got your whole little, you know. I have a system. I have like lists everywhere. You, <laughs> you have. Lists. I want to say you have a problem, but really, I just strive to be like you. So I'm. That's... I just like to be or because like when when everything is written down somewhere, then I don't have to think about it. It doesn't occupy space in my brain anymore. So it's less right. Overwhelming. But like when the 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 other day when you were talking about like your little trips you had planned and you like put all the little things, I'm like, hello. My trips like, that I've planned. What trips do I have planned? Yeah, your little your little day trips or whatever in New York. Oh oh oh. oh. See. Yeah. But, I was so like, I'll be like scrolling on TikTok and I'll be like, you have to check out this cool neighborhood, blah blah blah. You have to check out this restaurant, blah blah blah. And I'm like, how am I gonna remember all this? Let me make a list. And then uh, when we were like, what are we gonna do yesterday? I was like, perfect. I have a list, <laughs> and I got to check it off. And I'll be like, I went I, there. I did that. I like. I have. I make these lists, and then I like overwhelm myself with like what the list could be. So anyway, we're not here to talk about my problems. It's because we're here to you, tell you all about the news. Because you're obsessed with stre- spreadsheets. That's the thing. You're always thinking bigger. <laughs> I pulled up that. I pulled up that spreadsheet from last March, uh, <laughs> yesterday, to show. I think I, I was actually showing my family. I think about how you know I drunkenly went through and like sorted out all the costs for everybody. Ridiculous. But anyway, it's uh, that still shocks me to this day. All Champion. Right. Uh, so anyway you're here to listen to the news so hello you're here um it is what episode 116 like i said before we are in the midst we are in the cloud of e3 we're almost there if you will we are literally like 10 days away from e3 um and yeah Uh, so we've got news what 12 days 12 days less than less than two weeks my brain said it's something in the double digits, and 10 days is close to the double digits. That's it what my brain said. 12. Okay. Show me a spreadsheet to really show me what you're made of. Spreadsheet. Um, but anyway, I don't know about y'all. Did you buy anything from the Redbubble sale? I bought a tank top oh, yeah. and a t-shirt, as did Lauren. We got matching t-shirts and tank tops. Yes, I got a t-shirt. Which one? Which t-shirt kind did you get? I spent a lot of time deliberating because there's like a thousand of them. But which one did you, Which one did you get? I got the like the everyday I'm pretty sure. Oh, I got the tri-blend. The tri-blend mm, okay. is always... I like the tri-blends, but I wanted the... Every... I like the vintage-y look of the everyday. I don't know. It mm. looked like it would be comfortable and nice. 
And I also got it because the Everyday, I think, is like a lightweight one, whereas the other ones are like... Because there's a classic one, and then there's an Everyday, and there's like a bunch of other ones, and the other one's like heavyweight, and I was like, mm, I don't want all that. I just want something nice and, and breathable, so... Interesting. Nice. Interesting. We can compare shirts, and then uh, I'll know for next time. But yes, yes. so Redbubble had a sale. It was 20% off on t-shirts uh, for Memorial Day weekend. So if y'all are, uh, I mean, if you're seeing it now, I'm sure they'll have another sale soon. But we yes. got official What the Funcast merch now. So I think things, um, I got an email today that things still are on sale. So if you missed out, you could still, you could still get stuff to Oh, you know, it's interesting. I thought it said through Tuesday, but yeah. anyway. Yep. So today's the last um, day, I believe. So if you're listening to this after Tuesday, it sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You've missed the sale. There'll never be another. Spoiler alert, there'll always be another sale on Redbubble. There's one so. at least once a month. Yes, there is. And I think you can like get twenty percent off sometimes if you like download the app for the first time or something. I don't know. There's yes. there's some there's some trickery there. Ryan listen. <laughs> Yes, that's um, the, so Ryan's uh, dragged me about having a list problem because he said these, this restaurant that was recommended to me um, called Vietnam, which is like literally 10 blocks up from where I live, has been on my list and I haven't gotten it or gotten to it. But it's still on the list and that's really what counts. Whether I, I, actually, I agree with you. Whether I go through the list or not is a different story entirely, but it's on the list. So it's noted somewhere. And I know that if I'm ever in the neighborhood, which I am because I live in the neighborhood, maybe I'll go. <laughs> realistically i never go up there and that's why i never that's why i never have been because i'm like why am i going to 89th street or whatever like i don't that's too far up 86 is my threshold <laughs> you know you know what's really high up the price that amazon paid for mgm let's move into the hot news for entertainment <laughs> excellent segue I know, I try every once in a while. Amazon has bought MGM Studios. Yes, Jeff Bezos himself has now purchased MGM Studios. Uh, This one comes from Variety, uh, who says, Amazon and MGM announced a definitive merger agreement under which Amazon will acquire MGM Studios for $8.45 billion. MGM, founded in 1924, complements Amazon Studios, which is primarily focused on producing TV programming, the company said. Amazon will help preserve MGM's heritage and catalog of films and provide customers with greater access to these existing works the company's added. For Amazon, snapping up uh, whoops, for Amazon snapping up MGM, which has more than 4,000 movies and 17,000 TV shows in its catalog, is a way to supercharge its prime video service with a slew of well-known entertainment titles. In addition, Amazon is anticipating being able to mine Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer properties like the Pink Panther, Rocky, and yes, the 007 franchises for new originals. So this is interesting. That's... I mean, this was highly rumored for a, a bit of time now. I think so. so right. Yeah, this this isn't like totally out of left field, um, but still pretty crazy to see it actually happen. Almost $9 billion. I literally can't even count that high. It's, it's pretty... I want to say this is like huge, but like... I don't know. I guess it's pretty big. Those are some pretty large properties, like Rocky, Pink Panther, Double Seven. Um, but I think I guess I think this is more so Amazon like padding their Prime Video library um, by being able to host all those movies and whatnot, and being like, we have all the Double Seven, so they have their own like kind of claim to fame, like all the other streaming services. Right. Do, so good for yeah, them, I guess. Like the the exclusive streaming home of a 007, all Double O Seven movies or whatever. Yeah. So I think MGM was already like looking for a buyer. So this wasn't like a, a huge shock, I guess. I don't know. It's interesting that Amazon's the one that bought them, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is interesting to watch all these big um, companies buy up these other big companies. Yeah. Um, wait. 
we I don't think we talked about it last week, but um, the Warner Media Warner Discovery Media, yeah. thing, yeah, uh, which I guess was more so just AT and T wanting to sell them off, like because AT and T didn't yeah. want to own them anymore. Um, I think they acquired them in like twenty twelve or something. They acquired Warner Media. I don't remember, but it's really funny to watch this stuff because, yeah. like, even I mean, AT and T bought them. And then AT&T also bought DirecTV or Dish, yes. one of the two. DirecTV. I think it was DirecTV. Yeah, because then they were touting like DirecTV now and bundling that with other with uh, their cell phone uh, bundles or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's just it's very interesting. Like it became like a almost like a trend for them to buy these media companies. And then even Verizon started off Verizon Media, and they had bought I think Yahoo and. AOL at the time to boost advertisements or advertising and then also media to some extent. So, and then that they've since sold that off. And so it's interesting to watch these companies that are like, Oh, Hey, I have an idea. Let's buy a media company. And then everyone's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa hold up. We're going to do that too. <laughs> and then now they're like, Hey, never mind. This didn't work out. Like, yeah. Just, and they're like, mm, I don't know about all this. This is harder than we thought. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of uh, content, I totally forgot to mention it. We watched um, an episode of he- uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, which Ooh. talk about fossilized memories. Like I was I'm, like, it runs with like wait. the original. Well, it doesn't have the original commercials, but the original yes. prizes. It's so yes. Good. It's oh like, my god, this Magnavox like, CD player, and you're like, oh the box. <laughs> Literally, you watch you watch the first episode. Uh, so did yeah. we. So <laughs> they were like. But don't worry, you're not going home empty-handed, uh, whatever the hell, Silver Snakes. Uh, here's what you're going home with. And it's like, Willy Wonka's nerds. It's like, imagine going to Legend of the Hidden Temple and then coming home with freaking nerds. Like, <laughs> I'd, like hey, what'd I'd you get? Okay and it's nerds. like, I got this little I got this little box of nerds. <laughs> Movie theater candy. <laughs> yes, I remember, I was like, Magnavox, is that even still a company? I remember we had a Magnavox TV when I was a kid. The when answer is I don't exist. think they are. I highly do. Oh, it says is... And electronic? No, they're still making TVs. Stop! Seriously? I mean, they're like shitty looking TVs, but it's one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine at BJ's Wholesale Club. Anyways, first of all, you gotta have a BJ's uh, subscription for that, which we don't. Neither one of us do. This so is like the try. worst. It's like a thirty two inch seven eighty p or seven twenty p TV. I mean, I guess what are you expecting for one hundred and thirty dollars? But anyways, yeah, Magnus Fox, Magnus Fox still exists. Uh, Three shell of their former glory. Three sixty or bust. 480p. All right, only. hit us with, hit us. Oh yeah, 480p. Anyways, I'm like my brain's like 360. 360, 360 works 360, too. 720. 360. 480. There was, yeah, there was 360p, right? Well, 360p is more so like the setting on YouTube. Like TVs, CRT TVs were always 480. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Anyway, <laughs> take us anyway. to the moon, Ahmed. All right, he's going to the moon. <laughs> Shut up, Oscar Isaac is finally confirmed as Moon Knight, which we like already knew. But no one had officially said anything yet, but Marvel finally did it. So this one also comes from Variety. Seven months after Variety first broke the news that Isaac was in talks to star in Marvel Studios' upcoming Disney Plus series, Moon Knight, Marvel has finally confirmed that the 42-year-old actor will headline the project. Naturally, Marvel did so via a tweet that reads, We are Moon Knight. Um, A sly tip of the hat to the fact that Isaac's character, an elite soldier and mercenary, Mark Spector, uh, has multiple distinctive personalities, which he develops after he becomes the embodiment of Khonshu. The Egyptian god of the moon, which I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it, but that seems right. I could have swore that we knew this, but I mean, yeah, we like we we knew, but it was never we knew from that variety article that broke the news, but like it wasn't it was never official official. Um, so now it's like super official. 
Which is um, so crazy to me. I mean, that's and that's cool though. Yeah, I'm excited. I like Mons. I like Oscar Isaac. So I'm looking forward to it. Getting some yeah. ancient Egyptian mythos going. I'm really curious to see how these Marvel shows do on Disney Plus because we've had a little glimpse of them, right? We've had uh, WandaVision, we've had Falcon the Winter Soldier, and then we have Loki coming out what next week? Oh yeah, that comes out next. Wait, does it come out this next- Friday? Uh, Aggressive clicking. Know. I'm pretty sure. It, okay, no, just kidding. June 9th. So yeah, it's Wednesday? like next Wednesday. Yeah, but then I think they're doing Wednesday and then an episode. Oh no, it's Wednesday and then an episode a week later. They're coming out Wednesdays. Who did that? Yeah, they're coming out. They're coming out Wednesdays for sure. Some I don't know. That's yeah. That's Probably so because story. the last episode is going to coincide with something. Let's see. Maybe. Let's see. Hopefully How many episodes see, is it? Is it going to be another six-episode nonsense? I don't or? know. Hope, hopefully I see spoilers. Hold on. <laughs> I don't uh, think there's spoilers says... yet. It says... No, it just says episode one? Yeah, I don't know how many episodes there are. Mm, interesting. How many... Loki I see six. Episodes. I see six. Yeah, six. Ugh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. It's funny because these are almost like not. Oh, well, I guess they are kind of like mini movies, but they're like. Yeah, they're like slightly longer than a movie, but they definitely. But I could, kind of appreciate yeah. that they're doing this instead of like I don't know adding thirty minutes to a movie and skimping on the story that they wanted to tell, but squeezing it into a movie. Yeah, I also like the weekly releases. I don't know. Oh yeah, I, lo- I love the weekly releases. Oh yeah, Carla. This is this is not Oscar Isaac's first stint as an Egyptian god because he was in um, X Men Apocalypse or whatever, and it was oh no, and he was Apocalypse, and it was that was a terrible movie. But anyways, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't he, bode bode poorly for the show. He was the Apocalypse. It was uh, bad. Why don't you take the next couple? Because I feel like this is all your your stuff. Sure. Especially the second one. That's fine because the next couple of things are going to be your stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, right. that's fine. Um, more casting Deal. news. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson is back in the MCU, but not as Quicksilver. Um, so this one comes from AV doc, avclub.com. Aaron Taylor Johnson, whose previous superheroic exploits included a two-film stint as, uh, as Kick-Ass and the non-WandaVision MCU incarnation of Pietro Quicksilver Maximoff. It, that's a lot of word salad. <laughs> is getting back into the capes and costumes game. Apparently, as the rap reports that Taylor Johnson is set to star as Sony's solo Craven the Hunter movie. Or, sorry, star in Sony's solo Craven the Hunter movie. Uh, first publicized last year, the Craven movie is the latest entry in Sony's little sideline of Marvel licensed movies based on characters attached to the Spider Man rights, uh, only one of which, Venom, has ever actually come out. Uh, Venom sequel obviously is coming in September, and Morbius is coming in January 2022. Um, So this is wild news because, speaking to Variety, Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group President, that's too many pictures in one phrase, but okay, (laughs) Motion Picture Group President Sanford Panich has confirmed that there's a plan to tie the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what they're calling the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters, the SPUMC. The SPUMC. Um, so there's a plan to tie the MCU and the SPUMC together. Um, and quote, he says, the volume of characters we have, he observed, uh, you know, wait until you see the next Venom. You, uh, you don't miss Spider-Man. But Pinnish couldn't resist pausing for a beat before teasing. It'll be exciting if they do meet, right? That naturally prompted a question about whether that could ever happen. And he responded with an exciting comment. 
there actually is a plan, Penitra revealed. I think uh, now maybe it's getting a little more clear for people where we're headed, and I think when No Way Home comes out, even more will be revealed. So, hello? I'll tell you what. I, for, I like all these this things is getting wild. as we're going through this. We watched Spider-Man Homecoming yesterday over again for mm. you know the first time in a long time. And like the Spider-Man movies it's just so it's just so interesting, right? Because Spider-Man Far From Home, right, came out right after Infinity War, right? Uh after Endgame. Oh, after yeah, 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 sorry, after Endgame. And then, like, Homecoming was, like, the, they were such, like, crucial movies in the sense that, like, and I feel like they had more meaning. Like, we were watching it. We watched it uh, with my family. And, like, a lot of them didn't know, like, who Iron Man was or who, like, the Avengers jokes were or whatever. But they so deeply ingrained it into the MCU. Yeah. Not, not like, without even trying, but, like, just, they just happened to. Like, they are and, fully and they, MCU they did it very movies. Well. Like, it's, they're not right. on that right, at all. Yeah. But when you look at like no like they, they're just very like I don't know I just feel as though the Spider-Man movies are very prominently featured where like Homecoming it was like holy shit this is Spider-Man's homecoming to the MCU and then No Way or uh, Far From Home was like holy shit this is the first movie after Endgame and then now No Way Home it's like holy shit <laughs> there's a <laughs> lot that's gonna go down and I don't know and like I don't know if you don't want to hear spoilers for potential spoilers for No Way Home. I mean, we've said a lot about these articles that have popped up for No Way Home cover yours for about, I don't know, uh, we'll say 35 seconds here. But uh, 35. Go. 30, okay, I don't know, uh, yeah. a minute. Sure. Uh, so go. Um, there's the rumor that no, the reason why it's No Way Home is because the villains from the other movies get stuck in the MCU universe and they literally have no way back home. And that's where you have like the Sinister Six or like the, whatever they are, the four main villains led by the Green Goblin that are stuck in Spider-Man, Homecoming, well, Tom, Tom Holland Spider-Man, his universe, right? So, yeah. like, to even think that how that all happens and everything, it's just super exciting. So, anyway, yeah. I'll stop and give uh, folks a minute to join back here, but I, I don't really think anybody's going to... Um, I think it's fine. Yeah, um, it's fine, too. But, but yeah, I, I guess maybe it'll be, like, a multiverse thing. But then well, does that also like mean the running that rumor. yeah? Does that also mean that Venom movie is officially MCU canon or will be or like I guess I don't know. All these questions are hypothetical. and We'll see what happens. All will be revealed this Christmas. Spider Man: No Way Home. Everyone, <laughs> oh uh, there was a rumor Anyways. that there was a trailer coming this week. I didn't hear that rumor. Yeah, I I'm saw excited. something about a, a trailer coming this week. Uh, I actually saw it through like a Lego blog. They were like, "There's a rumor, No Way Home, whatever uh, trailer is coming out this week." And, yeah, can't wait to see these sets or whatever. And I'm like, hello? Y'all okay? Y'all hyped? Um, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. That, uh, I don't know. Wait, when do they release trailers? Six months beforehand? Oh, well, I'm no, assuming if they want the trailer to be you know, exposed to as many eyeballs as possible. And with movie theaters opening back up and people going to see movies in A Quiet Place Part 2, like, it feels like that was kind of like the first big new release that like really brought people back into theaters. Um, right, because it like it, it did pretty well at the box office this past weekend, or yeah, this past weekend. Um, then they're gonna de- want to get that trailer out sooner rather than later, as people are going back to movies. So yeah, Shall and then see. that'd be the big blockbuster. Uh, that'd be the big block blockbuster trailer, right? Yes. So de- December seventeenth, twenty twenty one, which 
literally six and a half months, almost to the T. So, I don't know. I Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So, this article was published on Cinema Blend yesterday, who said, Why Spider-Man fans think No Way Home's trailer might arrive tomorrow. Uh, Those articles are always like, this person grabbed two tweets, and it's someone's like, I heard. <laughs> oh, no, like, wait, okay. wait. Tomorrow's Tom Holland's birthday. No way home trailer? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally. Anyway, oh, those clickbait are article. So whenever you say article as whenever the word fans is in the article headline, that's how you immediately know they just pulled a random tweet that has two likes, and they're like, "Fans are growing rabid over blah blah blah." It's like, are they? Are they actually? It's like uh, it's like certain articles on InsideTheMagic.net. Anyway, but. <laughs> You were saying? Um, I, I was saying. So, anyway, yeah, so this is, it's super interesting. I'm super excited for it. I always love me some MCU content. Uh, but while that's all well and good, the other universe we got to talk about is the gaming universe. So let's jump over to that. You're really and on fire with these segues today. I, I am on fire. <laughs> uh, this is what happens when I have coffee before we stream. So uh, where was I? Okay. So as we start to get into, like, pre-E3-ish time, like, a lot, and, like, with E3 being in a weird place, it was in a weird place last year, still in a weird place this year, but less of a weird place, because Nintendo and Microsoft and all these other um, uh, publishers and, and developers have joined on to kind of announce their, or do their stage shows, or stage shows, whatever you want to call them, virtual stage shows, as mm. part of E3 now, so E3 is kind of coming to, like, a return to form. Uh, but there's still a bunch of announcements that have happened, even just this past week alone. So let's jump into the first major one, which is the Dragon Quest 35th Anniversary special stream, which was uh, live-streamed, I think it was, when was it? It was on Wednesday, May 26th, at 11.30 at night. Um, and I believe that was to coincide, uh, most likely, with uh, the same time, in, or like a acceptable time in Japan as well, because um, obviously Dragon Quest is very popular in Japan. Yeah. Uh, so the 35th anniversary special, they premiered, I think, five. Wait. Oh, uh, I think six. they premiered. Yeah, five or six games. Sorry, I scrolled down and I saw like an advertisement for the 2DS. I'm like, wait a second, is Nintendo <laughs> bringing back the 2DS? I was very confused. Wait, anyway, who's advertising it? Uh, it wasn't an advert. It was like related tweets or whatever underneath. It, it oh, was like, oh, remember oh. when people thought the 2DS didn't have a an audience or whatever? It was ugly as so, hell. Anyway, go on. It was. It still is. Um, so they announced six new games as part of this uh, as part of this presentation, which is pretty cool. So at, right at the start of the stream, they started off with a mobile a mobile game that was announced. It's a free to play puzzler. Uh, then they showed off Dragon Quest X version six coming out in fall twenty twenty one. No plans for a worldwide worldwide release. Excuse me. So this will probably stay uh, exclusive to Japan. Uh, Dragon Quest X Offline announced, uh, which is ten offline. Also uh, staying exclusive to uh, presumably whatever countries it's currently uh, launched in, which I think is only Japan, but I could be wrong. Then they showed off Dragon Quest III, an HD 2D remake. So the HD 2D remake is something that Square had kind of kicked off with Octopath Traveler and then Project... Oh, boy. What is it? Triangle? Oh, um... Yeah. Don't look it up. I'm not going to look it up. It's like Project Triangle Circled, some stupid... <laughs> Triangle Strategy, I think, is what it was called. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so they, they're remaking Dragon Quest III uh, in that same art style, and it looks gorgeous. And not that I'm a huge fan of Dragon Quest games. I've always wanted to like, give them a try, but I feel like I haven't like given them a try. But anyway, it looks really nice. 
Uh, and it's going to have a worldwide simultaneous release planned for home consoles, which is super exciting. Uh, and then there's Dragon Quest Treasures that was announced. And this almost gave me like the Dragon Quest Builders vibe, where it's a different franchise that they're trying to put Dragon Quest into. Uh, while all, you know that they think may work. So like Dragon Quest Builders was almost like a Minecraft clone, but with Dragon Quest characters. Uh, so Dragon Quest Treasures is going to have a worldwide release. I didn't really understand what this game was. I mean, I just saw the screenshots of it, but anyway, it's happening. Uh, it'll have a worldwide <laughs> release, simultaneous release, and that uh, the date and the platforms have not been announced. And then, of course, they announced Dragon Quest Twelve: The Flames of Fate, uh, which is like a Dragon Quest for adults. I thought all of these Dragon Quest games were for adults, but I guess I'm wrong. And that's coming like as a worldwide simultaneous release. Well, kids and adults. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but no platforms were announced for Dragon Quest Twelve, but we can assume PS5, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch as Dragon Quest Eleven is on all those platforms. So I uh, would not be surprised if it hit all those same platforms. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. And, yeah. So I really- know nothing about Dragon Quest. Neither do I. Like, I know enough I'm to get by. I know that's a turn-based game. I got Dragon Quest Eleven. I started playing it, and I enjoyed what I played of it. I just need to, like... What I realized is with a game, if it doesn't suck me in immediately, like in the first hour or so, and we've talked about this in the past, mm. like, if it doesn't really suck you in, like, I'm very easily... I can very easily fall off that train. Like, instantly. I'm like, okay, yeah. never mind, I'm out. So I need to, like, really sit down, because there have been games where I felt like that, I jump back in, give it another couple hours, and I'm like, I'm here for it. Let's do this. That so, was me with Hades. When I first, I'm like, oh, okay, this is fine. And now here I am, like, over 100 hours in, obsessed. I was you, I was also you with Overwatch. I had to beg you to buy Overwatch. Never forget. Well, no, it's not that I, but, like, when I played Overwatch, I wasn't like, eh, this is fine. Like, I played it, and I gave it a shot, and I sucked at first, and it took a long time for me to get into it. But, yeah. Wait, Dragon Quest Ten released on the Wii? Anyway. Yeah, so it was originally released on the for the Wii in 2012 and later ported to the Wii U, Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Android, iOS, and 3DS, all of which supported cross-platform play. Other than a discontinued Windows version in Chinese, the game was not localized outside of Japan. Okay, just wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about. This seems like a Dragon Quest 14 type of... Uh, type of uh, excuse me. Final Fantasy fourteen, like an on, always online game, um, mm. like a MMORPG of sorts. But yes, so sorry, I totally cut you off for that. Don't I got excited. I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> Neither do I. Anyways, <laughs> um, all right. So moving on, uh, another big announcement that uh, stage show that took place. I keep saying stage show, but understand it was all virtual online. Uh, yes. Is the Sonic thirtieth anniversary uh, presentation? So. Big announcement out of here. Well, a couple big announcements actually is that there is a new Sonic game coming in 2022. This one comes from Pixelkin.org. Uh, so there's a new Sonic game coming in 2022. No other details were announced aside from like a little teaser. Um, yeah. But the big announcement. Well, I'll give you the exact the exact thing here. The 12-minute Sonic Central video ended with a mysterious tease. A realistic 3D Sonic is running through a forest, spelling out a weird symbol. A group of symbols as they glow and become a title card with the alien letters. And that's it. The game is coming next year to all platforms. It's being developed by Team Sonic. Um, of Sonic Forces. I don't know if that's something to commend them for. But, that's how. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's all well and good. Sonic Colors Ultimate was probably the big announcement. That's a, yes. uh, a remaster of Sonic Colors. Coming to uh, PC via Epic Game Store, PlayStation 4, Switch, Xbox One on September 7th. 
Uh, so that is uh, that is coming out, and let's see what else do they say. It's a remaster of 2010 platformer that originally launched on the Wii, uh, the Nintendo Wii. It switched between so Colors is actually a really cool game. I don't know if you all if you all haven't played it, but yeah, it switches between it. third person. Yeah, it switches between third person and side scrolling action. So mm-hmm. side scrolling platforming action to be more specific. Um, but yeah, it was it was well received. Yeah, I remember I looking remember it up. It, it, it was it was well received indeed. Um, I just never played it. Yeah. Oh, it had a seventy-eight on Metacritic. I don't know. That's well received. Mm. Um, well, enough. more well received than, than other Sonic games. Uh, yes. It had a. It was also released on Nintendo DS and got a seventy-nine on uh, DS, which is interesting. Um. So then. Oh, interesting. I missed this one. What? The Sonic Central video teased a Sonic compilation game called Sonic Origins. It'll include the classic 90s platformer Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, 3, Sonic and Knuckles, and Sonic CD. The, com- uh, the compilations will add new content and features and be released on modern platforms. I totally, totally missed that part. Honestly, so I kind of missed this too. I like just had it on in the background as I was working, and I was just waiting for like big announcements. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, which the big announcement was like the new mainline Sonic game. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so, all right, then those are the big three announcements, I'd say. And then moving down to some of the smaller ones, Sonic Colors Rise of the Wisps is going to be a series of animated shorts that tie directly into the world of Sonic Colors, featuring the full Sonic voice cast. Episode 1 will air later this summer. Sonic Prime is a 24-episode animated series coming to Netflix in 2022. Uh, The announcement was made by Joe Kelly, one of several writers and creators that make up the creative team of Man of Action, best known for creating Ben 10 for Cartoon Network. Um, That looks exciting. That could be good. Maybe. Yeah, it, it looked interesting. It's, I mean, it well, it's funny because very silly. I'd be, but, yeah. yeah, I'd be losing my mind if I were like you know, childhood me. I'd be absolutely losing my mind. Twelve, yeah. I loved Sonic. Sonic's still fun, but like yeah. the newer games have just not been great. Yes. Um, there's a virtual Sonic concert coming for Sonic's birthday on June 23rd. Uh, it'll feature a full symphony orchestra playing Sonic tunes, as well as rock band Crush 40 and DJ and composer Tomoya Otani. Um, and then for the more cursed content uh, debuted in the stream, <laughs> yeah. the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 official video game. So this is like the real life looking video game where like you play as like real life people, not the Mario and Sonic version. There's going to be an official tie-in uh, with Sonic the Hedgehog, like <laughs> as a person dressed in this giant Sonic the Hedgehog costume. Oh my god! And yeah, not Mario. Unbelievable. Yeah, anyway. Wait. It's weird as hell. I also had no idea that there was an official, actual Olympic video game. It, it came out of left field. So uh, they actually wrote here, due to the pandemic, the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Summer Games were postponed, as was the official tie-in video game. Uh, but that also means it's getting a crossover event with Sonic the Hedgehog, blah, blah, blah. Um, the game will release on June 22nd, the Olympic to- Games Tokyo video game. Um, I'm looking then, at the trailer right now. This looks so interesting i mean it looks very like arcadey it, it's definitely not realistic yeah but it's it looks really interesting it's it's more it's more realistic than uh mario and sonic but yes i agree yes like it's real avatars but they're still like doing ridiculous stuff but sure yeah and and then the last announcement was that two point hospital is getting sonic uh dlc as well so the humorous hospital sim two point hospital published by sega uh, so this is a little less shocking, I guess, since it's Sonic, you know, Sonic and Sega. But the Sonic Pack DLC will add Sonic-themed items and skins, such as a Sega arcade cabinet, and it also replaces your doctors and other staff with giant Sonic characters. 
which would be legitimately terrifying in an actual <laughs> hospital. Speaking uh, of hospitals, we got to play Surgeon Simulator. Anyway, go on. <laughs> I know. I know we say that every time. We really do. Um, but yeah, so that's coming out on July 30th as free in-game items. So, uh, interesting stuff. Imagine interesting you're like stuff. going to do surgery and somebody's like, wait, I got to play on my Sega Arcade cabinet real quick. I'll be back. Imagine Hello? they're like, oh, we got to get the doctor in here. And Sonic comes busting Sonic through the whole ass door. <laughs> got to go fast. Like, Run! <laughs> anyway. Oh my God, stop. You like miss something when you're doing the surgery and all the rings pop out. All right. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to? So this next one you mentioned in our in our little like show content chat. But I don't know. I uh, I don't know what to mention. Like, if this it's is like even a waste. worth anything, cyberpunk cyberpunk is dumb. I I, don't <laughs> know. I like I don't know what else there's to say. So like I, I mean this is like the greatest disappointment. Yeah, this is like ridiculous. I mean it, it's insane. So CD Projekt Red actually put out a chart showing its crash rates from patch to patch, which like, I understand why you're doing that, but imagine being in a position where you do that. So like the chart to me, as someone who makes spreadsheets to figure out who owes what for drinks, um, (laughs) this just looks so silly to me. It's like, it's starting at this artificial point in time. Like the Y axis has no value. So it's like, Hey, we started up here and then, we hit patch 1.1 and we dropped down to here. And then we hit patch 1.1 and mm-hmm. we went down here. But then we jumped up a little bit. And then we went down and overall normalized back down to the bottom. And then, hey, we hit patch 1.2 that we released in March, which actually caused our crash rate to spike a little bit. <laughs> but then something happened, not really sure what. And then we went down again. And people stopped playing the game. Crash <laughs> rates go down. And then. We hit hot, and then we spiked up again, and we hit hot fix 1.2 and went down again. And it's like, hey, look, we started here at, at patch 1.1. We're at 1.22, and we're here now. Okay. And like, it's like, how you should have started down here. Is, but like, there's also no numbers. So it's just like, does that mean right. it went down from like 40% crash rate to 39%? Like, right. What does exactly. This mean? So this is stupid. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Well, so somebody somebody said here in the tweet replies, and this comes from Nibelian on Twitter. Uh, someone said, no numbers for the crash rate. And then <laughs> Nibelian res- responded with, no numbers equals no crashes. Which, like, literally, that's exactly, like, I, I just... Yeah. And it's, it, definitely, it's not related to people less people playing, although a lot less people are playing. Uh, someone posted, like, leader in the replies... The average players for the last 30 days was around 10,000 um, total, which is, I feel like, not a very high number for a major AAA game like this. Um, but Right. The, it's, it's at the point where... The crash rate sorry, is a ratio. Sorry, it's a it's percentage of, like, peop, how many people are playing and how many times it's crashing. So, like, it won't necessarily go down if less people are playing because um, it's just a, a ratio percentage thing. But I don't know. I... Maybe I'll come back to this game in like 2023 when they've released like DLC of all the things that should have like been in the first release. Um, I don't know. This game should have been let, delayed. Like, let me be the first to tell you, and don't act surprised. This game will never recover from what they did. I, I just, I firmly believe that. I, was I don't think it'll be a commercial success in any by any means. No. But I feel like they'll they'll do some like a No Man's Sky patch and get it to a workable state. You really don't think it'll ever get to that point? 
I don't I don't I don't think they're gonna be able to. They're taking they're taking too long. The interest is gone. The game is like I mean, I know No Man's Sky had something similar happen to it. I just think that they're just uh, they've hit the point of no return where they can do whatever they want. They can fix whatever they want. They ha- they should fix it, or else mm. the reputation is going to be further destroyed. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's, it's just also something still not on the Sony store. Right, PSN. right, <laughs> right. Imagine but that. We're still not on the PSN store. I mean, months. and and kudos to Sony for you know digging their heels in the ground and saying you know no we're not we're still not putting this up until you can show what's going on but yeah i just i don't i just can't see it like no man's sky there's a lot of hype around like multiplayer and it wasn't all single player for this to be like a more or less 100 percent single player game with the online i remember there was a rumor that it was the canceled. online would be like a I separate mean, game kind of like red dead online is separate from yeah red dead 2. i just i just think they really they're you know they really it's they really such a missed opportunity because it's such a cool like every the story was great. Like I remember when I played it, I loved the story. I was thoroughly enjoying it, but I just would be at the point where I'm like, I can't tell if this is how the quest is supposed to go or if this is a bug. So right, and then and like it's funny because I think I may have linked you to it, but if you look at like GameStop for instance, right, and you look at like the upcoming pre-orders, there's all these statues of cyberpunk characters coming out still it's like who are you releasing these for yeah, like, like who's buying this anymore like who is buying these things i will say um, that the cyberpunk hoodie that i got is still one of the nicest hoodies i own <laughs> so dumb anyway it's a nice hoodie uh so cyberpunk's uh unbelievable i don't know i don't know what to say about it we've talked so much about it. it's like a waste of time every time but yeah so hopefully they get their shit together for the sake of cd project red but I'll, I'll tell you what they really screwed themselves on this one so we missed a major part of uh the entertainment news for today uh paramount plus released a new trailer for the new iCarly. oh right and i watched it and i linked it in our discord and i totally forgot to include it in the news i i didn't watch it but it comes out the first three episodes come out june 17th so, so uh it's funny because this is almost exactly what I would have envisioned Lizzie McGuire, the new Lizzie McGuire reboot, to have been. Because you don't watch the trailer, but basically, like, this isn't spoiling, it's just in the one minute trailer. It's Miranda Cosgrove as iCarly, and most of the characters re uh, getting their roles, and they've all grown up now. And so, like, they're all, they're older. And they're doing, like, adult things more so. Like, it's, it's still not going to be, like, an adult show. I think it's still geared to, like, teenagers. But it's, um, like, grown up and, like, dating and whatnot, and um, I don't know. It feels very... It looks interesting. I don't know if it's going to be for me, because I never was a huge fan of the original iCarly anyway. Um, but I'm sure. It looks fun. And I think that's, like, the route that Lizzie McGuire would have went, and maybe they went, like, a little too <sighs> serious and, like, couldn't find that middle ground between, like, keeping the core... Like, having it be accessible to, like, a younger audience while also, like, engaging the older audience. I don't know. So we'll see how this goes. I, I've been watching the trailer through the course of us talking about it here, and it makes me so sad that just thinking exactly what you said, this is probably what Lizzie McGuire would have been, and here we are. Disney hates me. Um, what I'm going to tell myself is that the Lizzie McGuire show reboot was going to be more along the lines of that leaked script for the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, no. And that's, and that's why it was canceled or that whatever, but probably was not true. so bad. So that's also yeah. something we didn't touch on. Um, the Powerpuff Girls reboot, which is coming to the CW, um, the pilot was rejected. Like the network said, we can't do this. We're not proceeding with this. Redo it. So they're redoing it. They're reworking the entire thing. And the script leaked in the middle of that news. And the script was downright awful. And it's like, yes, I could see why they're going to like redo it. It's 
horrific. It was really, really It was bad. so bad. Uh, if you're so curious bad. minds, you could definitely... It's probably still up on somewhere. You can Google it and find it. But, yeah, it was embarrassing, to say the least. <laughs> like, who wrote that? Yeah. I was like, yeah, this will be funny. The kids will love this one. TikTok, haha. Oh, <laughs> God. They gotta go fast and literally, get the hell out of here. Like, the... You know the... Steve Buscemi, like the "How do you do, fellow kids?" Like that's who wrote the script. Stop! I, oh my <laughs> god! So literally, I was like, how many references to young people things can I throw in here? Haha! Ha. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Trying to think of like some dumb memes. Like, oh, let's write oh sheesh god. in the script. That's what the kids are saying these days. Like, oh my god! It was. It so was. Bad. It was bad. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what else was bad? The old Need for Speed games. <laughs> Yes, they are. That's fine. I, I really feel like there's not that big of an audience for these games because they really weren't that good. Um, but, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, this also just goes to show that nothing <laughs> is permanent and everything's fake. And play games that you buy before they're gone forever, which is really just a note to myself. Um, so I laughed so hard when I saw this. Nothing is permanent. Life is fleeting. Play the games you buy before they're gone forever. It's true. So um, I'm going to put that on a shirt. <laughs> on the Need for Speed Reddit... Um, Max Joker, who is a community manager, presumably that works for EA, announced, um, hello there, today we have some news about uh, news to share about some of the older Need for Speed titles. Starting May 31st, 2021, Need for Speed Carbon, Undercover, Shift, and Shift 2 Unleashed, and The Run, I didn't even know Need for Speed The Run existed, um, will be removed from digital storefronts and you will no longer be able to purchase them. In-game stores will also be closed on May 31st. This is in preparation for the retirement of the online services for these titles, which will happen on August 31st. Until that date, you'll still be able to play and race your friends online. Um, from September 1st, 2021 onwards, you can still play the games and use respective offline features of these titles. Um, so that's... I feel like those titles aren't that old, but I also have very little like comprehension of the Need for Speed timeline. There's been so many titles, and I couldn't tell you Carbon from Shift from whatever. Like, the Run. only ones that really had an Im- impact were like Underground. And those were, you know, PS2 era, so I don't really know anything yeah. anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's funny. I I I started looking some of these games up like on eBay just to see because when uh, when the rumor got around and confirmed that the PS3 short store was shutting down and then Sony dialed back, like any game that was digital only but had a limited release, like for PS3, like I think there was a bundle with like Fat Princess and uh, Journey, maybe. Yeah, uh, Tokyo Jungle, Fat Princess, and what else? There's two. Oh, Sound Shapes, and some other game that I can't read. Uh, but anyway, like ev- like the prices skyrocketed on these games. Oh, something when Vikings attack or something. Anyway, so I kind of looked up to see if like the Need for Speed, these Need for Speed games, these random Need for Speed games, like went up in price and they did not. Yeah, it's weird. So the the newest of these games that are being discontinued, I believe, is Shift. Two. Oh, let me check when the run came out. I don't even know. I think the run is like a mobile game or something. Uh, no, this came out for 3DS, Xbox 360, Windows, and PS3. Um, so the newest of those games that's being sunset is from 2020, or sorry, 2011. So 10 years old. Um, which I guess it makes sense to like shut down the online things. It's just weird for me when they remove it from digital stores. Like, just let people buy it and give it, put a disclaimer like there's no online functionality in this game, but you can still play it offline if you really right. want to. I don't know. feels weird. Right. Hi, Kat. Hey, Kat. Um, yeah, that's... I agree 100% with you, where it's just like... I don't know. 
it's it's weird to me, but I don't know. What do I know? It's uh, the whole thing with ripping down digital storefronts is like it's uh, I don't know painful in some regard, but it's it is what it, it is. is. It's but almost like kind of like burying history, which is right. like there should be there has to be a way to preserve this kind of thing. I don't know. It, it is like burying history, so which is why you should buy physical everything. Just flood your home with discs and cartridges, no. and then you'll never have regrets in your life. I'm complaining about it, but I'm gonna. I'm going digital from now on, especially when it comes to my PS5, um, just because the PS5 disc drive is way too loud. And the only reason I got the disc version is to play the PS4 games that I own on disc. But going forward, digital only. You, yeah. Uh, you could probably convert your, your disc PS4 games over to digital pretty cheap and probably trade them all in the GameStop. So there's an idea for you to ponder over as you lay in bed next Sunday. Yeah, so that the PS4 store can then shut down? I can't wait. Exactly. Ugh, but to ease the pain, E3 is coming. Yes. Uh, so E3 is finally happening. So we, we've we been talking about this almost the entire stream now. Uh, but this comes straight from E3Expo.com. So it's official. Uh, so selecting from... Uh, oh, sorry. The So there's an E3 2021 <laughs> awards show. I quoted the wrong part. I no, you're good. You're good. I like... Usually I open up the article and I kind of skim the article myself and like read it and then... I just I'm like let me just read this quote. This quote looks right, and then it's like selecting. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so this one comes straight from e three twenty e three expo dot com about e three twenty twenty one. The award show is set for Tuesday, June fifteenth. Uh, so for this year's event, we are collaborating with editors at some of the world's uh, at so, uh, blah, 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 some of the world's leading video game media outlets to create the official e three twenty twenty one award show, um, uh, recognizing the show's most anticipated games. Said. Stanley Pierre Louis, uh, president and CEO. I don't know. No, I don't think. I don't think it's. Per, I don't think it's Pierre Louis, but I think it's Pierre Louis. Um, you would say Pierre Louis, president and CEO of the ESA. The broadcast is going to be packed with exciting announcements and reveals, and celebrating innovative publishers and developers is an ideal way to close E3 2021. Uh, the esteemed media panel will focus on selecting the most anticipated game V3 2021, as well as recognizing the most anticipated titles from each participating publisher and developer. Uh, so the E3 live broadcast will be hosted by Greg Miller, Jackie Jing, and Alex Goldenboy Mendez, as well as featuring new and upcoming game reveals. will also include publisher press conferences, developer interviews, panel discussions, and more. Um, so there's all there's a YouTube, a Twitch, a Twitter, a Facebook page, all sorts of things. Really what they're announcing here is that the all digital event runs from Saturday, June 12th through Tuesday, June 15th. And what that means, it's, it's going to be just like E3 in years past, except it's going to be pretty much a collection of everyone's virtual presentation. So E3 will be, instead of it being on the show floor and you've got Jeff Keighley, well, <laughs> Jeff Keighley, that's a separate thing with the Summer <laughs> Games Festival, so they've split since then. Uh, but Jeff Keighley's first one that came to mind. Yeah. Um, but... You'll instead, you know, the old coverage of G4, IGN, instead they'll be covering pretty much live reactions uh, to all of these shows, as will we. So we have applied to become official co-streaming partners for uh, E3, which applications are open, so we've put in for that. We've put in for Summer Games Fest, so we are going to try to cover as much as we physically can. Super exciting stuff. Yes, med has got his spirit fingers up, spirit <laughs> hands. Um, but yes, so we are going to try to be co-streaming and give you all the live reactions as best we can. Yes. Uh, obviously, we have day jobs, so if stuff is like, I don't know, at like 10 in the morning, it might be a little hard, um, and it might be a little hard to react to some of that stuff, but we're going to do the best we can as more <laughs> announcements come out of when these shows are happening. Yes. Um, I anticipate, based on the award show being on Tuesday, 
that most of the press conferences will happen over the weekend, so we will be able to co-stream the majority of them. We know at least for sure that Microsoft is on Sunday, um, but from the other, like we haven't heard anything from Nintendo just yet, um, nor from, I don't think we've heard anything from like, uh, no, we do know when Ubisoft is. It's on Sunday as well, right? Uh, I believe. Ubisoft? I don't think so. I don't think that was announced yet. Because I remember being on the Summer Games Fest thing. Uh, like Summer Game Fest schedule. Hold everything. Holding. Saturday, June 12th at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah. So, Nintendo will likely be on Saturday or Sunday is my prediction. I don't think it'll be on Tuesday because then it, they just won't have time to, like, schedule the awards. Is that a fire alarm? Yeah, is that your, your fi- Yeah, no, it's your end. It went away. It's not me. It wasn't in my apartment. Like it wasn't that loud. It was just very faint. <laughs> yeah, it was very faint. I thought it was. I thought it was my side. That's why. That's why it's not my headphone. I'm pretty sure it's like in the building over because I have a window open. Um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, my bad. Sorry um, for everyone that's listening. Your house is not on fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see as things go along here. We'll try to cover as many of them as we can. Obviously, Nintendo's gonna be a big one. Nintendo does have a tendency, especially during the regular E3 time, where They'll do it, like, smack dab in the middle of the day at, like, I don't know, 12 noon, and they'll have their show. So, I mean, we obviously, yeah. we have lunch hours, so we would, you know, be able to try to cover those as well and, and make it work out. So, oh. we will see. It's back. What? Oh. <laughs> the beeping. Can you open your window and shout out, shut up? The window's already open. That's the problem. Oh, it's then like, just shout. Can um, you guys chill? <laughs> stop burning when you're burning. <laughs> they stopped. They stopped. <laughs> It can worked. y'all stop cooking? Can you chill? <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll try to do our very best to cover as much as we possibly can, um, and bring those live hot reactions to y'all. Yes, hot takes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and the last thing, kind of in the general gaming vicinity, before we jump into like PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo specific stuff, um, the RTX 3080 Ti and 3070 Ti has officially been finally announced, so um, I will try my my very hardest to get one, although it is at the extremely steep price of 1199 US dollars, which is... Did your opinion change overnight? You literally were complaining last night about how you're never going to get one. I'm still complaining, but I'm going to try to get one, and why I'm going to complain about it. Why don't you just try to get a 3090 if you're going to do that? I mean, you mm. might as well literally just future-proof yourself. There's no reason to... Sp- that's... The, the 3090 isn't future-proof. That's the issue. Like, the 3080 Ti is in line with the 3090 in terms of power. The 3090's only advantage over the 3080 Ti is the extra memory, which I don't need because I'm not video editing. So, we'll see. I'm gonna try. Best Buy, I can get it with 24-month 24 24-month 24 month, uh, interest-free financing, so it'll be 50 bucks a month. Oh yeah, more, yeah, right. It's a much more easier I love, to swallow. I love, I love when you say that, and you know damn well that getting it at Best Buy is a hike. Getting it anywhere is a hike. It's more of like a get it wherever you can it's, sort of thing. I mean, well, I have my Amazon store card, which also offers interest-free payments. So if I get it at Amazon, that works. I also have a Newegg store card, which I've never used, but I opened in anticipation of the graphics card <laughs> rush. Sorry for the <laughs> notification sound. Um, that I also got for the graphics card rush and I never used, so the account is just sitting there waiting for me to purchase something. So I I've got my bases covered. They're giving them away right now at Walmart.com. No, they're not. <laughs> Don't do <it. laughs> 
Oh but, my god. Uh, there's like 24-7 live streams on YouTube that have audio alerts of when the graphics cards come in or go in stock. Stop. What? Yeah, it's like it got recommended to me because I guess I was doing too much Googling. <laughs> but, oh my god. Um, yeah, it's it's nuts. It's truly nuts out there. Could you I, imagine sleeping and all of a sudden you hear bing, 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 and you like jump out of bed and you're like, graphics card. <laughs> But that's, like, a better way to do it because, like, I, I'm in the now in stock Discord to this day. I still haven't left it, and I'm subscribed to RTX 3090 notifications. Discord hates me. It hates sending me notifications on time. It's like, oh, someone sent you this two hours ago. And I'm like, okay. No, the problem is because you have it open on your laptop, there's a setting that, like, prefers the laptop over your phone. I don't have it open on my laptop. I'm just on my desktop. Okay, well then you probably have your desktop like but like and not- so a lot most of the time I'll have Discord just minimized so like I'll it, the little like red bubble will come up on the thing to tell me that there's check, a notification. Check your settings. But check your settings. No, what I'll do towards the end of the workday especially is I'll just close like X out of Discord so it's still open in like my the taskbar next to the clock, but it's not minimized. And so I guess that puts it into like a sleep mode where the notifications don't come through on my phone. Or something because it's like oh it's open on your desktop but like it's not maximized so i can't so i don't see the notifications then you text me like an hour later and you're like did you see my message i'm like no because <laughs> it didn't do anything so i don't know i have to figure out my notification settings but it it hates notifying me so all that's all to say that i haven't ever been on time for trying to get a graphics card to the now in stock thing so maybe i'll have to focus on these these uh live streams and see <laughs> but, um <laughs> I'm gonna Carlos try for the best sand- one. Carlos said, "Sand in his eyes, reaching for the PC. 3 a.m. haunted purchasing. <laughs> the sleepy seeds." And oh then I, lo- I looked it up. Is that morning eye gunk normal? This comes from the University of Utah. <laughs> uh, so, what exactly is this stuff, and where does it come from? Sleep crust mm. is a mix of mucus, exfoliated skin cells, oils, and tears produced or shed by the eye during sleep. Mm, it's a natural mucus. part of healthy eye function. During the day, all that stuff is washed away by blinking naturally, uh, which keep it from sticking around. But when you're asleep, when you're asleep, gravity and the fact that you're not blinking makes it makes it collect in the corner of the eyes. Nice. If it's a different color, you should contact the doctor. If it's a different color, is it not normally kind of like a yellowish booger color? (laughs) If the discharge is yellow or green, that can be a sign of bacterial conjunctivitis. I said you were dirty. In that case, you should see an ophthalmologist. What color is it supposed to be? There are also chronic conditions like blepharitis, dry eye, and allergic conjunctivitis that can also cause sleep crust. In some eyes, it could be enough to make your eyes stick together. Anyways, we're getting way off topic, and we're an hour into this episode, and we still haven't gotten through like... All right, it's it's power hour now. Let's move (laughs) right into it. PlayStation. Is PlayStation expanding into the mobile realm? This one comes from IGN. Uh, the news was revealed thanks to a set of investor relation documents published on May 26th. Ooh. Within the doc... <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> within the document... <laughs> Within the document, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan talks about future expansions into the services, mobile, and social arenas, potentially using existing Sony first-party IP. Quote, we have been thinking about how players enjoy our content and have had some early success with experimenting with mobile games and apps to provide more choice to gamers, Ryan notes. More specifically, he points out that PlayStation's roster of roster, excuse me, of first-party IP 
quote, can transition to smartphone gaming and complement our AAA games or live service games. Quote, we are exploring the mobile market with some wonderful PlayStation franchises, so please stay tuned. Ryan says, it's not clear what franchise will be part of these mobile experiments or how these projects will take shape, but it seems fair to expect more mobile experiences from PlayStation in the future as part of a push to, quote, welcome millions of new gamers to the PlayStation family. So, in other news, water is, in fact, wet. Um, this isn't their this first is, foray into mobile stuff, because they've done those, like, the play, not the play-at-home games, but the those, like, local PS4 games, like, That's You and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they've done those in the past, and those, like, relied on phones. But I guess having, like, a mobile-only experience would be a new thing, so. Yeah, I, 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 this isn't surprising. I mean, I remember when Nintendo announced that they were going to do mobile games, and everybody was like, what? what? I mean, that was big, what? because Nintendo never, like, gives their IPs away like that to other platforms. Right. So that was, like, a huge deal. But PlayStation's like, we can do whatever we want, I guess. Right. I mean, no, not that they've necessarily I, done it in the past, but yeah, I agree with you. I agree 100. percent So yes. it's um, we'll see what happens, but I think it's interesting. I, I don't know how they'll do it, but um, I imagine it'll be like Gran Turismo Mobile or something like silly like that. I don't know. Like I don't I think it'll be like huge, huge, but I don't know. Could be something. Who knows? I would um, agree. Speaking of nothing related to that, Horizon Forbidden West which we announced last week, had a state of play uh, on Thursday, and we saw uh, finally saw the first 14 minutes of gameplay from the game. Um, and it looks fantastic. Um, I'm really excited, but gamers will always be gamers, and there's, like, all this drama about... There's, like, a really specific, like, freeze frame from the video with, the like, Aloy's face, and, like... It's a really unflattering angle, and she looks like an Egghead, and people are like, "Sony hates, uh, or Sony hates gamers, and they're keep you know on their quest to make women ugly and blah 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 and SJWs and oh my god, get over it! Like she's a fictional character, she's not gonna sleep with you. Just move on. Anyways, but gamers. Will be gamers. I saw that. I saw that. And it's I was like the silliest whatever. thing. Anyways, I more know. importantly, as previously predicted and reported. Um, your June PlayStation Plus games are indeed going to be Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown on PS4, which will actually be available both June and July, and this is a brand new title. Well, it's a remake of an old title, but it is currently a brand new title. It was just released this week, um, and is now available for download. Operation Tango, also a brand new game. Um, the PS5 version only is what's available on PlayStation Plus, even though this is available on PS4 as well. You just have to pay for that version. And Star Wars Squadrons, which is PSVR compatible, but not required. Um, but you can play it from start to finish in PSVR. So three pretty big games. Um, I guess I'm, it's interesting that Virtual Fighter is going to be available for both June and July. Um, but that could be a lot of fun. And Operation Tango is like a co-op kind of game. I think we should try it out. It looks like it could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, have any reviews dropped for it yet or no? I have not looked. Operation... Tango, because uh, you get it. It takes two to tango. It's got a nine out of ten on Steam. It's got a sixty-eight on Metacritic. Well, <laughs> um, apparently it's out on Xbox as well. Oh, interesting. I guess yeah, it just a... came out like literally today. So the reviews on Metacritic are just from like smaller outfits. Like there's no big, big. There's a review on Dual Shockers. Uh, maybe not a review. Never mind, it's not a review. It's a preview. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, if it's... We can try it out. It's yeah, um, it's free. 
Yeah, it is free. Um, but Virtual Fighter Five, the rumor was that they were doing this to push the esports scene for Virtual Fighter, and that they were trying yes. to get it into more people's hands. So this makes sense that they're doing it for June and July. And Star Wars Squadrons, all I have to say is I'm so glad that I held out on that because I almost bought it for sixteen dollars, like a hundred times last holiday. And it, you weren't even gonna buy it on PlayStation, right? I think you were trying. To I buy was it on gonna Xbox. buy it on PlayStation. Oh, I was gonna buy it on PlayStation because I tried it as part of GameStop's like guaranteed to love it program, whatever. Where you buy it like the day it comes out, and then you have forty eight hours to bring it back for a full trade in value. Mm. So I like, tried it, and I'm like, this made me kind of sick. I'm gonna take this back, and I'll try it when it's like. Did you try it in VR or? Yeah. Oh, that's. I why. tried it in VR, and yeah. it was. It's super cool, but I was like, mm, yeah, this is. I feel like sick. literally the only way I could play something like that is if I had like a j- jar of pickled ginger next to me that I could just constantly eat. Because like ginger is a natural like anti nausea kind of thing, um, so I, I feel like that would be the only way I could like do that. Or maybe I should look you into like- those relief bands. You don't like pickled what? ginger? Pickled ginger is so good. There's this band called a relief band, and it's like actual clin- clinically proven to work. And it's like for people that get like car sick or motion sick. Um, or like VR sickness, you wear the band and it like works on like a pressure point to stop nausea. It's a little expensive though, but apparently it works. Like it's actually clinically proven to work. Um, Is there so. one that reduces stress and anxiety? Because I'll take three of them. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but the relief band specifically like targets if you get nausea, which I kind of like would like to just so I could play VR comfortably and like try all these games that I want to play in VR without. Holy you know, shit! I see this like one. I'm gonna die. So. Maybe it's a worthy investment. Maybe I'll finally invest in an Oculus. <laughs> 200 United States dollars. Yeah, it's a little expensive. But if it works. Wait. A charging cable and one 7.5 milliliter tube of hypoallergenic conductivity gel? What? <laughs> I, Do you have I to refill that? that? How is does it, it work? It, it generates a proprietary pulse that stimulates the median nerve, which is located on the underside of the wrist. These signals travel through the body's nervous system to the part of the brain which controls nausea, retching, and vomiting. The signals have a rebalancing effect, normalizing nerve mes- uh, messages from the brain to the stomach and reducing symptoms of nausea, retching, and vomiting. Um, wait, hold on. Does re- does, we're really off track here tonight. Uh, does Relief <laughs> really Band work, work for other indications such as hangovers? Relief Band <laughs> is indicated for use in the prevention and treatment of nausea and vomiting due to motion sickness, chemotherapy, and morning sickness associated with pregnancy. Relief band is also indica- uh, indicated as an adjunct to antimedics in reducing post-operative nausea. Uh, relief oh, band like- is now approved to prevent and treat nausea associated with hangovers, anxiety, and physician-diagnosed migraines. It now is approved to do so. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting is right. You just wear this as you drink, and you wake up, and it's like, hey, I don't want to throw up anymore. I mean, I think you'd still have the headache. I think that's Here part you go. Of it. <laughs> Do I have to use gel for it to work? Yes, the gel provides a more comfortable and effective delivery of therapy. You should use a drop about the size of a small pea. The drop should be spread in a circular motion onto the skin until a sheen remains, covering an area of a large coin, uh, a quarter, at the intended contact location on the underside of your wrist. Um, Interesting. That is so wild. Anyways, I never knew about that. But yeah, I like it was randomly. Um, like an Instagram ad. I think it's because like my Instagram is really just roller coasters, and so that's like kind of goes hand in hand. It's like, oh, you get motion tickets from roller coasters? Ride these. I'm like, I don't, thankfully. But if it works for you, said like migraines and stuff. Yeah, I know somebody that could possibly I know somebody benefit. Somebody gets migraines as well. <laughs> Her name is Lauren. 
Um, yes. yes, that's why I just sent you on Discord. I'll have to read into that later. Add it to the wish list. Um, <laughs> wish all right, list. let's bring it down home. What do we got on the Xbox front? Ahmed, tell me. Xbox games with gold for June have been announced, and we got this one comes straight from the Xbox blog, by the way. This one's um, so we got The King's Bird, which is available June 1st to 30th, Shadows Awakening, available June 16th to July 15th, Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, available June 1st to 15th, and Injustice Gods Among Us, available June 16th to the 30th. I wonder how they determine these like weird windows that the games are going to be available, but uh, they know. usually just do it for the well. Yeah, like the the one that's a month. I don't understand. Well, oh, I see what you're saying. So there's yeah. a month, and then a month, and then like a half, two weeks and two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, it's very strange. I, I think it's the Xbox three. Oh, I don't know. The three sixty ones are the ones that are only available for two weeks, which are uh, yeah. Neo Geo Battle Coliseum and Injustice Gods Among Us. There, there might be certain uh, contractual limits with like how long they can give them away for free with the three sixty games. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, and I'm assuming that King's Bird and Shadows Awakening are newer games uh no you don't don't assume that with the with these games because like for playstation it's like usually newer games especially ps5 games are like brand new because there's so few but with these mm. games of gold games it's they're they're giving away the trash unfortunately well, the, the king's bird looks like a um side scrolling platformer ish it kind of reminds me a lot of greece in terms of art style and it does yeah, look newer because it's available on series x I mean, it came out um, August twenty third, two thousand eighteen. That's new ish. That's I mean, like modern modern era. It's not like from twenty twelve or twenty ten, like the other two. Yeah, are. no, that's that. Yeah, no. Well, the other two are three sixty games. So yes, yeah. Shadows Awakening came out um, <laughs> August thirty first, twenty eighteen. Um, right. Anyway, it's these are old ass games. And then on the Game Pass side of things, we're welcoming four new games. So we got. Um, the Wild at Heart, which is an idea Xbox game, is available today um, only on cloud. Only on cloud? That's strange. Usually, that's like cloud in conjunction with something else. But sure, it probably means it probably means that it's already available on uh, on console. Maybe um, For Honor on cloud and console coming June third. Backbone uh, coming to PC on June eighth, and Darkest Dungeon coming to cloud, console, and PC on June tenth. Um, there's also a few like DLC game updates. Um, Gears 5 is getting a Pride Rewards Prunch card. I don't know. Human Fall Flat's getting a um, a Series X and S update and a new Forest level. Um, I don't know, just a bunch of random little updates and, and things like that. Nothing nothing too crazy to write home about. But yeah. I think it's funny that For Honor is premiering on Game Pass. This game should have been free, like, years ago. What? Oh, I thought you meant premiering That's like a- it just came out. I was like, hasn't this game been out forever? <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's one. It's that Ubisoft game that they like really put their neck behind, and then mm-hmm. it turned out not being good. I mean, I feel like a lot of these games that are like blood, glory, like uh, fight with the biggest swords, weapons, and it's like these are not good games. Just like Godfall, like that was their whole thing was like fight with the craziest weapons, and I don't know. Once you give me like an action movie pitch like that, where it's like the biggest explosions, I know it's gonna be bad. Right. I just turn off my brain. <laughs> brain emptied basically um you know what you got to turn your brain back on for is this nintendo news tonight let's go finish out strong all right, all right. so big announcements on the pokemon front so uh kind of a, a, a couple tweets popped out and there was a lot of rumors leading up to this uh like pretty much in the i don't know 
hour-ish leading up to it. But uh, we now have dates for Pokemon Legends Arceus, Brilliant Diamond, and Shining Pearl. Uh, we've got release dates for all three of them, starting with Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which officially launched on Nintendo Switch on November 19th, 2021, and Pokemon Legends Arceus arriving just a couple months later on January 28th, 2022, which is shocking because this this was one of the games that I expect to come out in holiday of 2022. Little did I know it come out in January of 2022, so... Um, pretty awesome stuff. The box arts were released for all three of these games. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, probably with the nicest box art, um, revealing like the, not, I guess more of the, like the drawn, whatever. It's just really nice box art, but it looks more like a hand drawn as opposed to a 3d look like the games actually look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so it's, it's super nice. Um, and kind of harkens back to the older games. Whereas Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl have these new like 3D models of Palkia and Dialga, um, which people are not crazy about. I thought they looked nice, but then again, I'm a fake Pokemon fan, so I'm not even a real Pokemon fan. <laughs> but Yeah, um, honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what people expected, but whatever. I don't know, they look fine to me. Gamers are going to be gamers, right? Ha <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Anyways, like, I, think, I think Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee have like two of the nicer box arts, um, but the, I, I don't know, I'm a sucker for like the hand drawn look. Yeah, I guess the the Arceus, which I say Arceus in my head, but whatever. Um, they look more like a, or it kind of harkens back to Breath of the Wild, um, very similar style. Right. So this will be like the first open world, truly open world Pokemon game, which is yes. kind of why I think they do that with that mountain in the background and everything. Yep. Like you see that mountain distance, you can go there. It's like, what makes you think that I want to? That was so right. weird. And then as soon as you pick up the game, you're like, I want to go there. <laughs> and you're like, yes. Me, like I think the reason that I haven't like gotten back into Breath of the Wild is because I know that when I play that game, I spend so much time doing like the most pointless shit. I'm like, I have to climb this mountain for no reason. I just need to see what's up there. <laughs> like, I just want to like see if there's a secret or see if there's like a shrine that I haven't found yet or whatever. Um, I don't know. I spent so much time roaming, which is the fun of it, but at the same time, that's why I haven't got back to back into it. Cause I'm like, oh, this is gonna take forever. I have to like carve out like five hours of my life. But anyways, maybe once I get the new Nintendo Super Switch Pro Ultra 5G XL, I'll have more time to do it. So it is wow, as the prophecy is that the foretold. <laughs> no, that's the official name. But a lot of people on Twitter, Super Nintendo Switch was trending for a while because people were like, if they don't call it this, they're missing out. And honestly. I would agree. They're not wrong. They're one hundred percent not wrong. Really not wrong. Um, but so rumors are swirling extremely um, that the new Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Switch Pro or Super Nintendo Switch, whatever you want to call it, will be announced as soon as this week. Um, really, the rumors started last week, and the rumors was that it was going to be announced last week, but it was not. Obviously, seeing as we're here today, so the rumor is that possibly by as soon as Thursday that it'll be released, um, which is kind of doubled down on based on there's like a, a really reputable retailer like screenshot leak or something which no one actually saw but someone tweeted about so you know take this with as many grains of salt as possible but there um, apparently will be a listing that goes up come june 4th which is friday so if they announce it on thursday um then that would make sense so this one actually, the, so the rumors all started. Um, this one comes from Bloomberg.com. Nintendo Co. plans to uh, begin assembly of its new Switch as soon as July and release the upgraded replacement for its four-year-old game console in September or October, people familiar with the matter said. The new console, likely to be priced higher than the $299 original, 
excuse me, may be announced ahead of the E3 conference starting June 12th to allow publishers to showcase their full range of Switch games at the global event, the people said, asking not to be named because the plans are not yet public. It will be sold alongside the 199 Switch Lite with the standard Switch phased out over time. Um, so super, super exciting. And it would make sense that if Nintendo's press conference is like later in the event, but they still want publishers to showcase like enhanced for Switch Pro in, you know, their game reels like Ubisoft on Saturday or whatever, um, then that they would uh, that they would announce it beforehand. So that is where the rumor mill has started turning that it will be announced either this week or next week. Um, so super, super exciting. It's finally happening. I feel like we've been begging for this for years now. Um, so looking forward to it. Let's go i'm so excited so the thing with the retailer listing actually came from like this i don't know if they're credible or not but i was scrolling through and it seems like they had some leaks that actually panned out mm. um and like some exclusive artwork and stuff like that but uh it comes from central leaks who has a hundred thousand followers so they went through and they posted some like uh oh interesting they have an update um. All right, hold the phone. Let's see. We got breaking news hour. All right, let's see. They they said we have received and verified a screenshot from a big retailer's internal system that shows a new Switch hardware related listing that will go live on June fourth around midnight. That's all we have for now. There's no other data or attributes in the listing right now. Also, so an hour ago they said also worth noting this specific listing is a non U.S. listing from a U.S. retailer. That should give you a hint at what retailer it is. A non-U.S. listing from a U.S. retailer, Amazon, Amazon Canada, or Walmart Canada. <laughs> Which one is the one that's like really? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's Amazon Canada, um, <laughs> or uh, Walmart Canada. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then so they said update. There's a second listing that has a June 30th date, probably a placeholder. The June 4th date is oddly specific though. Um, and then they tweeted a little bit later on and said, "You've seen both listings already." You've seen both uh, listings already. Let's oh. see. Have I guess they're calling. Oh, the name was dummied out. You've seen oh, someone both said. That's uh, someone said. Oh, so it's Amazon Mexico, which there's an Amazon Mexico link that that had uh, come out that said um, uh, Nintendo Switch Pro or something like that. That was like last week. But oh, um, right, right, right. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, so do, 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 do. yeah, I mean, look, I mean, it's it's super interesting. I think there there's still other rumors for Thursday, a Thursday reveal. So I think if there is a Thursday reveal, we'll likely hear an announcement tomorrow that they're going to do a reveal on Thursday if it's a Nintendo Direct style. Yeah. If it's not, then they'll just shadow drop it Thursday at some point and just, you know, be done with it. Yeah. I'm predicting that it will be, if we're going to do a quick round of predictions, I'm predicting that it'll be the same size in terms of like the, the physical shell, but the screen will obviously like be much bigger and have like as, as minimal of a bezel as possible. Um, but the same size is important just to like make sure that Joy-Cons are still compatible and that they don't look awkward on like a system if that's like smaller or bigger. Um, but same size, probably the same thickness. I can't imagine that they'd go thinner again because of the Joy-Con thing. Um, unless they like release totally, you know, redesign Joy-Cons and suddenly all your existing Joy-Cons are, you know, useless. Um, but that definitely a fix for, for Joy-Con drift. So probably like updated analog sticks and things like that. And, uh, you know, obviously just faster processor, but definitely a, a bezel screen, I think is like the big, big thing. 
to kind of differentiate. But. Yeah, so uh, there was a... Oh, and DLSS support. But I don't think Nintendo would talk about that because it's like a technical thing. And I don't feel like they don't talk about the technical things in their presentations. Yeah, I, I'm i trying to find the tweet. There was a tweet uh, that kind of went through and it was like, yes, the Nintendo... Or the um, the Bloomberg uh, report is real. And oh, it's that from find... that girl like Emily something or whatever. Yeah, Emily Rogers is, has been uh, pretty spot on with a lot of the stuff that she's posted, but yes. she didn't post that. It was another tweet that was like, the Bloomberg thing is real. Uh, it does 4K docked, and it had some details on it. So, uh, yeah. oh, there was one that was... Uh, I'll try to see if I can find the, the tweet before we round up here, but... It was like it has a surface style slider or, or slide out like kickstand. Oh, like a, so like yeah, a better kickstand than that stupid flimsy one that we have right now. Yeah, so like the whole thing would like pop out. So yeah. Um. Oh, tonight at seven at eight twenty two. There's all the there's so much shit happening with this uh, with this Nintendo Switch Pro. Um. Okay. So someone tweeted here. Shh. Spepshul? Spepshul? Nick? Who's this? Nick? Spepshul. What's your co-founder of Xbox Era, co-host of the Xbox Era podcast, said, at the moment I'm told the Super Nintendo Switch, that's what I want the name to be, damn it. Direct mini direct announcement is scheduled for Thursday, but it's been pushed before. Could be again. This was from yesterday. Um, so it'd be super interesting to see what happens. I'll find... I'm still looking for that, uh, for that article. But. I am predicting that we're gonna we're gonna have our direct on thursday but usually they announce the direct direct though two days in advance don't they mm. Mm-mm. no really? they've done them yeah they've done uh like tomorrow kind of thing yeah yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised and like i was telling you before i wouldn't be surprised if they just dropped it in a tweet like hey look we've uh nintendo switch pro releases this september look out for pre-orders this summer or whatever i guess we'll find out soon enough yeah, right. I just want this damn thing to be re- announced and be done with it. Yes, so I can buy it and spend more money on things. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I know. Time. I think I do think it'll be four hundred though. But I think it'd be silly if it was four hundred and they went and they discontinued the regular Switch because you have a two hundred dollar gap then between the Switch Pro and the Switch Lite, which yeah. I think is too big. That's almost why I feel like it won't be necessarily four hundred. It might be three fifty because four hundred is like an Xbox Series S, right? So right, right, right. I feel like they Nintendo always wants to remain the budget option, so I feel like three fifty is is the price point. But we'll find out soon enough. I don't even know if like when it's revealed we'll get a price. We probably won't, but who knows? Maybe we will. Yeah, I um I think maybe maybe they yeah I think they would. It's possible. I think they would, and if they don't, it'll be in a it'll be tucked away in a press release. Yeah. The way I can't find this damn tweet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's fine. We believe you. All right, we are now at officially an hour and a half. Thank you for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for staying for the whole episode. If you're, you know, listening in your car and work or in the gym or doing whatever you might be doing, but I think it's time we wrap up. It is about that time, huh? I guess I'm never it's gonna find the sweet. It's fine. Ho- hopefully, in just 48 short hours, we'll know. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Y'all was talking. We really were. All right. When. Now we'll, we'll cease talking. This has been episode 116 of What the Fun Cast. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace.